Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message.
I'm playing songs that make me nervous. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. <clears throat> Guys like Keith Richards get up and play the guitar, and he just walks out. You know, he just walks out. And goes, you know, just so much confidence in those guys you know and he says well you know you get out on the stage and look oh god look at all the people you know and you got to figure out how am I going to get out and play in front of all those people and I got to go out and murder them you know and all this you know and I'm I'm thinking how can they have that kind of confidence and yet as Christians and I've played every one of those songs even including play it for a long time because I was afraid I was going to do it again. I mean, this song here, I was playing it in Japan one time, and it was at a big university, and I screwed up really bad. I mean, oh, God, I lost my place. I'm going, I'll never, and I did not play. I have not played that song for like 20 years. It might have been that long, probably. Probably 15. That's a long time. And uh, some guy walked up to me at an airport uh, at Atlanta, and he said, you're Doyle Dykes. And I said, I knew that. <laughs> you know, Yes, sir, I have been all my life. And he said, man, I watch you on YouTube all the time. It's from Boston. Some guy, and I was flying somewhere. I said, wow, I can't believe you recognized me. I thought I was internationally unknown. But, <laughs> you know, he says, and I read your book, and, man, what a blessing that was to me. And, Boy, just built up my faith, you know, because I was leaving, didn't want to go, you know, leave home again. And I think I was going out to NAM and just kind of nervous, you know what I mean? I had a new guitar coming out, and I'm thinking, am I over the hill? You know what I mean? And is that, am I going to do this anymore? And then I thought, and he said, I watch you on YouTube all the time. And I'm thinking, what are they watching? I don't put it on there. I don't know where it comes from. I put th some things on there on my website, but where's all that come from? And I look on there, and I see, and I see this millennial <laughs> playing. And I go, wow, I don't even play that anymore. I lost confidence in that song. And I wrote it, but I quit playing it. I heard, I, I, I looked, and, and, and my, my daughter was, I said, look at this. And I brought it in and said, look at this. And my son was there and said, wow, Dad. And it was on a stage a whole classroom and they were doing a recital and they all had music in front of them and it was a whole band of guitar players at some college you know what they were playing <laughs>
said, you know why I don't play it anymore? Because I was with Greg Laurie on a big crusade somewhere, and I got up, and I got nervous, and I looked around, and I'm seeing, you know, 20,000 people there, and I just kind of screwed up, and I thought, oh, I better not play that one again. I'm just kind of not comfortable with that song anymore. I haven't played it since then, until now. Amen. Cast away, therefore, cast not, therefore, your confidence. Don't throw it away because it will bring you a great reward. It will bring you a great reward. Don't throw your confidence away. Your confidence, yours. All of us have it because it's a gift from the Lord. It's a gift of faith that he's given us. It's really a, that measure of faith. That's confidence. Confidence actually means with faith. Con, like chili con carne, right? Con, with. Fideo, faith. Say that, with faith. Say that, with faith. When you put your faith with his faith, there's no telling what can happen. You know what I did when I got to, uh, when I got to Nam, and after seeing that guy and going back and looking at it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm going to play some of this stuff. And that week, I started playing this. And that song. And the next thing you know, I was at Nam, and I played it, and I played some other stuff. And they're going, where did you get that song? I thought, I wrote it 20 years ago. I quit playing it. You should always play that song. And the next thing you know, you know, within a day or two, we had over 100,000 hits on their Facebook on, uh, on what I did. Now, what about, who would have ever thought that? I thought I was over the hill. The NAM people came up in the, the big trade show out in California. My wife said, I thought you retired from all that. They said, we want to give you an award for your work in the music industry for what you've done all these years. And they did. And they only gave it to a handful of people. And they honored me this year. Sometimes God gives you that thing to say, you are important, and he bolsters our faith, and he sends somebody from things like that but then sometimes we just have to do it ourselves we have to there's nobody else there to come on you know like Elvis had an entourage why do you think he did because you're the king man you're the greatest you are you're going to go out there and kill him you know how do you think you know he didn't have all that by himself they were constantly look at some of those oh, oh man you're great you're all you're going to kill him you're going to eat him all this stuff you ever watch that little that commercial where that little girl was in there she was wanting to raise her something i don't even know what kind of commercial it was but she's standing there looking in the mirror and she says and i want to and i don't and this other lady comes and she says you go girl you go girl you remember that commercial have you seen that well let me tell you something you go girl you go girl you go amen god wants you to go he wants you to get the most out of life with confidence cast therefore not away your confidence can you help me I can't find my glasses. I looked everywhere in the car. <laughs> That's what you get for having a 62-year-old that thinks he's a teenager. Okay. And uh, verse, verse 35. 35. Hebrews 10.35. Do not, therefore, fling away. This is the amplified version. Fling away your fearless confidence, for it, <laughs> for it carries... 
where it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. A great and glorious, that, you know what that means? That's good. <laughs> That's good stuff. This comes out of the Amplified Bible. That Bible right there, that's a guitar player's Bible, the Amplified. Amen. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just have to do that. One time I was at a place, and I don't typically play nightclubs and things like that. I mean, I have. Sometimes I find myself in that situation. But, uh, and I, sometimes I say, Lord, oh, God, you know, I sure, I didn't ask to come here. I was asked to come here. And one time I remember taking that very book right there, that very one, and I took it out of my back pocket, and I went in, and I can't find it right now, but I can tell you by heart. Philippians 4.13, Amplified, guitar player's version. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything. I am equal to anything in him who infuses inner strength into me. Infuses, that's a medical term. It's like intravenously. In him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You ever been so weak you had to go get infused? with stuff and to build your your strength back up that's what he said he does i went out there and i played three chords in a cloud of dust and i did all my stuff and i even did a beatles song may as well have it was at the cavern club where they started in liverpool
I didn't have anybody building me up at that one. I didn't. I didn't have a soul saying, come on, man, go out there and do it, son, and do it for Jesus. No one. Not one. In fact, I was warned, you better not be religious here tonight. They'll throw you out on your ear. So what did I do? I took the Amplified Bible, and I went to the back. And again, I read that verse three times, and I quoted it. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything. I am equal to anything in him who infuses and inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. And I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost building up my most holy faith according to Jude. Amen. For the Lord is your confidence, and he shall not. The Lord is your confidence. For the Lord is your confidence. This is not something to play with. He is your confidence. It's really not something it he gives you. It's him. He is your confidence, and he will not allow your foot from being taken. I said, music is a gift from God. I'm going, what am I saying? I said, you don't have to be on drugs and excessive alcohol. And they were all drinking. I said, to be creative because music is a gift from God. It's a gift from heaven. Never thought I'd be at the Cavern Club where the Beatles started. We thought they were the devil. I grew up in a Holy Ghost church. We were convinced they were the devil. When they came to my hometown, Jacksonville, Florida, not far from our church, they played at the Gator Bowl. The same day they played there, you know what else showed up? Hurricane Dora tore the roof off our house. It was because of the Beatles. All right, I don't believe that now, but back then we kind of wondered. I never even had one of the records till I was in my 40s, and here I am where they started. And I built up my most holy faith. I told Haley last night, Haley, what you doing, Dad? She says, well, I, I asked her what she's doing. She said, Dad, I just came back from a writer's, uh, uh, you know, get-together. We all write at church, and we have a, their, their worship leader is Michael Farron. Lord, he's got hit songs on Hillsong and all, Integrity, and he critiques them and all. Boy, I'd like to, but it's a great, exciting church. I prayed they'd go there, and they do, and it's a wonderful thing. And, uh, boy, confidence. I said, well, I'm playing this old song I hadn't played in a long time. And there's nothing's too good for a friend. And, uh, and, I, and I was playing another. I played some of that other one that I played. And uh, she said, Dad, I'm in agreement. God's going to show up tomorrow. That's what she said to me. You know what I said when I was in the cavern club in the back room after I read that? I said, God, I didn't ask to be here. I was asked to be here. Just like I said, I really said that. I said, the only thing I ask you is that you'd show up. I have felt the anointing in places other than church. I know what the anointing is. I grew up, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 11. I know what it is. I know what he is. I know what he feels like. Confidence is not something you think, too. Confidence is something you feel. You feel you can trust somebody. You, you just know when you're a knower, you could trust God. Amen. That's a good feeling. And I felt his presence at the cavern club, and so did they. Man, those guys were on their feet. Yeah! Top of the roof was coming off. I'm going, 
which is pretty good because it's underground. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, man, I can't wait to meet these guys. This is a God night. And they came up, and I'm going out to meet them, and they grab me by the arm, and the guy pulls me out, and he's a manager, and I'm going, oh, God, I'm dead. <laughs> and, uh, and he's taking me out the back door. It's totally different than this morning. <laughs> he's taking me out the back door. The same thing, confidence, confidence. He took me out the back door, and he said, see all these posters? They have big posters like that, about the size of that. Oasis, you know, and, and, then, and then it had a Buddy, uh, not Buddy Holly. It was just got a Chuck Berry played there, and the Rolling Stones, and all these, said, all these people played here, and the Hollies, and all these people. And, uh, and, and he said, and you played here. And I said, yeah. I said, and, and I thought he was going to say, don't you realize how important this was for you to be here tonight? That's kind of the way I was taking it. And you got up and preached? I really thought, because they warned me not to say anything. And, uh, and then he looked at me, and he just stood there, and he looked at me in the face, and he said, we enjoyed your country ways. We like your music but we've never heard words like you said tonight. And he said, this wall, and it had bricks all in it with people's names on it. He said, everybody that has a name up here, not only did they play here, but something significant happened when they did. And something significant definitely has happened here tonight. And you're getting a brick in the wall of fame. And I went back the next year, and uh, they gave me this brick. So well, now this is not what we're going to keep it. We're going to move it. And a friend of mine, Skip Isaac, I'll see him in a few days. He pastors a huge church out in Albuquerque. Last time, he, he loved the Beatles, and he said last time he was there, Doyle, he said, they put you right under. I don't know who, what poor guy they moved, but they took their brick out and put Doyle Dice right under Paul, John, George, and Ringo. Can you believe that? <laughs> and it's still there. Honor him, and he will honor you. It will bring you a great recompense of reward. That was a reward for musicians. It blew my mind that that would ever happen to a little kid. Lord, last time I went to my old neighborhood, you better be carrying when you're going over there, I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad neighborhood. Mama said, whoo, let's get out of here. And uh, she says, just, boy. Well, I don't remember it being like, like, like this. And I said, I don't either, Mama. She says, boy, your daddy, he wouldn't like this. I said, I don't even think they painted your old house since you lived here. Well, look at the one you lived in. I bought the one right across the street before I got the job of Grandpa Jones in Nashville. That's where I lived. And she said, I thought you were way over there. She said, I could just throw a rock and hit your window. And... uh she said, it's just not home. I said, no, ma'am, it's not.
That's a song about heaven. You know, don't cast away your confidence because it will bring you a great reward. You know, uh, but the Bible tells us to stir up the gift that is on the inside of us. We stir up the gift of faith. But in Isaiah in the Old Testament, uh, there are two things it mentions. One of them is active and the other one is passive. It says, with quietness and confidence shall be your strength. With quietness and confidence, that'll be your strength. Um, there's a time boy, when, when I used to pastor, we had a little old church and uh, we were rented a little double wide trailer and that was the only building we had and before that we called it the poor man's crystal cathedral <laughs> we went out and put up some timber and put uh, clear plastic over it you know and uh, it was right around the corner too from Alan Collins with Leonard Skinner and I knew those guys what's old Doyle doing now you're probably thinking you know and I had this <laughs> thing sitting there it was like a brush arbor you know and then we found this trailer you know and uh, and we 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 bought the property from a little old lady that held the land uh you know we didn't have any money we just and we just went out there and dug a hole and god filled it you know and we had faith that was what we had and uh i remember one time uh, this man called me up and he says uh i need for you to come over to the office and it was the people that uh, that had the trailer that they were business trailers you know you've seen them didn't have any windows in them, and they had an office there, and this one was open, so we could have a little sanctuary there, and uh, we were only supposed to have it there just for a short time, and so, and uh, he says, well, uh, we've sold that building, so we're going to have to move it on Friday, and this was Monday after, you know, we just had Sunday service, had a great day, and we were just thankful to have that little building. We had probably 65, 75 people by then, maybe close to 100, and um and he said, I said, well, you, you can't take that. I have, a, I have a contract with you guys, you know, for like two or three years. And he said, yeah, but read the fine print, son. He said, we have sold that. And uh, they haven't, I said, uh, they've, they're buying. He said, well, they're buying it. And he says, now, if you buy it, it's yours, but you got to have $12,280.75. I still remember it. I still remember it. And you better, uh, you better have it here Friday or we're taking it. And I said, we won't have another. And I'm, the first thing I thought of is two by fours and plastic neoprene again, you know. And uh, I said, we can't go back to that. And so as an old a friend of mine, who was a co-pastor, was a barber. He passed away last year, Roy Nail, one of the closest friends I ever had. Man of faith. Always out here at Copeland's meetings and stuff. Just but a real man of faith. He lived it. And uh, he said, well, Dole, son, he said, what are we going to do? What do you think? And I said, well, I don't know. He said, what do you think? I said, what do you think we ought to do? He says, what can you do? I said, nothing. He said, then good. You just be still and know that he's God. And boy, that word went in me. And I went home and I started reading on it. You know, be still and know that I'm God. Psalms 46. In times of tribulation, by Wednesday night I had this song written and a message to go with it. When everything goes wrong, we've acted on our senses and it seems all hope is gone. 
Let's just stop our crying and Talking foolishly So we can hear his still small voice When he speaks so tenderly Be still Be still And know that I am God I will be exalted Among the nations Be still Be still Oh, know that I am God And I will be exalted In the earth Lord of hosts, oh, he's with us. He's with us. If he's with us, he's for us. If he's for us, who can be against us? Don't throw away your confidence. Be still in quietness and stillness and Confidence shall be your strength. Know that I am God and I will be exalted in the earth. <laughs> I will be exalted. should have seen his face. I walked in there on Friday. I said, here's your money, he said. And he looked down and he said, it's a cashier's check. I said, yes, sir. That's a good guy. He said, and he looked at me and said, son, he says, I apologize to you. He says, I didn't think you had it in you. I said, well, I didn't have it, but I had it in me. That building's still there. I passed there the other day. It wasn't even supposed to have been there long. It's still there. As a monument to be still and know that I am God. I remember the first time I sang it, Haley was just small. I said, be still. She was squirming around in the front with one of her friends. I said, be still. <laughs> I talked to her last night, Haley, and she says, God's going to show up today, Dad. If y'all get a chance, song I, that uh, I found, it's an old, go to YouTube, please do this, YouTube, go to Doyle Dykes and Haley in the bleak midwinter. In the bleak midwinter. Beautiful song. In fact, Phil Driscoll called me not long ago and he says, I need a song. I want you to play on my new record and my Christmas album. I want to do it during Christmas. I said, I can't be on it. I'm not even home until Christmas Day. And um, 
He said, you know any old songs that are different? I said, yeah, In the Bleak Midwinter. He sent me a copy of it this week. Thank you. Call me up. Thank you so much, son, for that song. I'm telling you, that's powerful. I want you to go see Haley sing this. We did it one time in the studio. That day, she had been to the doctor to find out whether this lime-sized nodule sitting on her vocal cords was cancerous. They couldn't give us an answer then. But she was pregnant and couldn't have anything else done. She went in that night. I said, Haley, can you do this? I said, yes, Daddy. I want you to see it. And when she looks up, you can see it's full. It's locked right in here. It's all solid. It's because of that mass she had. And it was cancer. And they took it. And uh, after the baby, and let me tell you, she went through so much after that too. But God is good, and she can still sing. She can still sing. It's kind of like when I had my brain tumor and a loss of hearing on my right side I, and uh, one of my buddies said uh, I'm just glad you can still pick in fact old Jimmy Capps Grand Ole Opry he said oh I think you play better than you, I think you're a better picker than you used to be since you lost that right ear <laughs> I said well I don't know what that means but I'll take it <laughs> somebody asked me today can you hear it yet and I said no but I'm still believing amen and so you build up your confidence. I'm telling you, it was very, 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 very hard for me to go back. I took the same Bible when I was at Saddleback Church, first place I played after I lost my hearing. I took that very verse I told you, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything. I am equal to anything. In him who infuses strength into me. I didn't think I could ever do this again. I'm telling you, it was frightening. They had an orchestra. They had this big band. They had me sitting right up in front of the drums. And I went out, and I couldn't hear anything. And it sounded like everything was somewhere else. And, and I just froze. I looked, and I said, and I walked away. My child said, and I said, I'll be back. And I went at the back, and I read that three times. And I came back. I have strength for all things in Christ. I built up my faith. I began to pray. In that Baptist church, I prayed in tongues right there behind. I didn't care. And I built up my most holy faith. And I've never looked back. I walked back out, and we had a wonderful, wonderful. It wasn't just, it was a conference. It was, there were thousands of people. Saddleback's huge. There were some 27,000. I've not looked back. Don't throw away your confidence. Satan will take everything arrow that he has to try to destroy your confidence. Haley was about to sing. Uh, she wrote a song with Michael Farron, their worship leader. He said, Haley, I want, we, I want us to sing that Sunday. This was a few, you know, a year and a half ago. And uh, it was the day before. He didn't know this. It was the day before her operation. She had just had Emmylou a few, six weeks before. And they were immediately, after six weeks, they are taking that cancer out, that nodule, all that out of her thyroid and uh, he said I want you to sing that song Sunday morning I said Haley you knew that could have been the last time you'd ever sang ever seen she said yes sir I said that thing was so close I said they told me later it was closer than they even wanted to tell me but I knew I said, what did you do? How could you even do that? She says, I just put him behind me. He used everything in the book 
But I said, I, she says, I, I did what you said to do. I just sang to an audience of one. I sang to him. And this lady was sitting back there with her camera. And she sat back there and she was just holding it up the whole time. She says, I noticed somebody had their camera, but she walked up to me later. I thought she looked familiar. She says, I love you. I love your singing. I love your song. She spoke with an Australian accent. It was Darlene Check. When you think things are at the end, look again. My wife told me a year ago, I thought she retired from all that guitar stuff. I said, I did too. Not hardly, I don't guess. I was in 11 countries last year playing the guitar. God isn't finished with us yet. Don't throw away your confidence. Satan wants you to, but he's not finished with you. God has something even better. The things that I saw last year, let me tell you something, brother. Honestly, it was bigger than a lot of the stuff I did with Fender or Taylor, especially as far as ministry was concerned. Amen. Be still and know that he's God's in quietness and confidence. Can I tell you one more thing? My daughter Heidi, our oldest daughter, is a nurse anesthetist. She got reprimanded. We were talking about this. She said, Dad, I found out the more faith you have, the easier it is to be quiet. Right? Because you said you're not all worried about it because you have confidence. I said, you have so much confidence. I'm just a guitar player. You have people's lives in your hands. How do you do that? She says, Dad, she said, I'm telling you, sometimes it, I got reprimanded not long ago. And this, my, the head anesthesiologist came in the room. It, there was an operation going bad, and I knew that this guy could lose his life. And she said, they were all freaking out in the room, cussing, going on, everything. I'm, she said, Dad, it was not a good thing. They thought they were losing this patient. And they looked at me, and she said, and I remained calm. And um, they called the anesthesiologist in, and they said, what's that young lady's name, Heidi Dixon? She said, you need to reprimand her. Why won't you call her in? Because I don't think, I don't have much experience she's had, but she didn't even act like she knew the seriousness of the situation there. I don't think she had a clue. And the, her boss knew better, but she called her in anyway. She says, Heidi, I've been asked to call you in because of this. Because you remain more calm than anybody in that room. And she said, uh, why is that? She says, because I was praying un under my mask. I started praying before all that started happening that this was going to be a good operation. And when it turned bad, I said, God, no. And thank you, Lord, for confidence. Help me to remain calm. Lord, this is serious now. Just thank you, Lord. She says, I just began to pray. And she says, I know that I'm telling you, she said, God just built up his spirit on the inside of me. I knew it was going to be okay. And it turned out all right. But when they, she says, I knew it was going to be fine. God was in control of that situation. God honored my faith. She said that to her boss. She said, okay, that was a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw away your confidence. And now they ask for Heidi all the time. It will bring you. A fantastic reward. I know it's time to go, but can I play one more song? Somebody? A free bird? What? I better watch out. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to play uh, what I played at the Cavern Club, and those guys stood on their feet. And as we prayed, and I said, Lord, 
let me just say it like this. God showed up. You know. played this all over Europe, how great thou art, all over China, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, Australia, New Zealand, last year, how great thou art, he's great all over the world, how great Thou
He is our confidence. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com. 